Willkommen to the Three Idiots Talking Sports in Zuchten. <laughs> Welcome to Three Idiots Talk Sports. Yeah. Welcome to Three Idiots Talk Sports. I'm Zach, and we're here with Spencer and Jay. Say hello. Hello. Hey, everybody. Hi. Um, bears are garbage. Bears are garbage town. Um, thank you for joining us on this podcast. I hope gosh i have fixed this audio i worked for about two hours fixing this audio so be sure to comment down below in the video and also comment on our podcast um via the audio so we need to figure out everything sounds right um i do need to fix the square word beeps they're a little too loud for some people and i'm gonna fix it can we change it to like a duck quacking yeah, we can change something. We can change anything we want. Every time we're just like, it's just like, <laughs> yeah. I'll put the duck sound in there for that one. Yeah. Quack. <laughs> so, uh, Spencer, remember when uh, the three of us, but it was you leading the charge, said the Steelers were the worst undefeated team in the NFL. I said that three weeks ago, and now they're the only undefeated team in the NFL. <laughs> I I said the Browns were their first challenge. They passed it. Now that they've beaten the Titans, and I did pick them to beat the Titans, so I'd like to put that on the record. I do believe that they are the real deal. I don't completely okay. I don't completely trust their offense yet. Um, Big Ben's been solid, but not special. But I mean, I guess that's all they need him to be when your defense is that good. So they're good. Well, they got lucky. Game against Tennessee. I mean, they led by. What twenty four to seven at one point? Yeah, um, that's not luck though. So I think I think they got lucky because Tannehill did everything perfect in that offense in that last drive. Came down, drove the length of the drove pretty much length of the field, and yeah, the almighty kicker for the Patriots comes and whiffs it. But yes, yeah, Steven, but did they win? No. Well, Sears, yes. Sorry, yes. Stephen Gostowski's not had a great year. No, he. Uh, the one guy said that. Um, Last week, he was kicking. Every kick was going right, and that was happening, I guess, this week. So, some little mechanic issues got to fix. But, Steelers, I, and if you look look at the video of Big Ben watching that field goal go up, and he sees it miss, he goes, wow. So, um. The Big Ben. Yeah, face. yeah, yeah. They got lucky. I mean, I don't want to call it luck, because... Tennessee was 5-0 and for a reason. They do oh, yeah. a lot of things well. Um, I won't say luck. I'll just say I think the Steelers are a good team. Uh, I'm not sold that they're that much better, if they're better at all, than Baltimore. But I guess we'll find out next Monday. So. Be a good game. Be a good game. Want to be a very good one. Uh, just before we get to Lions, another team I want to talk about. Bills started off really hot. I know they won this week against the <laughs> Owen, what, seven now? They're on seven Owen now. seven Jets. They kicked what? How many field goals, you said? My lock of, I want to say this. My lock of the week was the Bills minus 12 and a half against the Jets. Thought it would be an easy cover. But the Bills offense decided to play some bullshit and kick six field goals. So are the Bills starting to break down <laughs> under... Um. I guess just pressure put on them by the league saying they were, you know, they were undefeated for four or five weeks. Um, everybody was saying these guys would be a big tough out in the playoffs. Like um, Baltimore wouldn't want to face them along with Kansas City, but they've lost like, two straight and looked like crap this it's week. The Jets, yeah. yeah. 
Um, I don't know if they're falling apart. I just think teams are adjusting well. I think Josh Allen came out and was like, hey, guys, I can throw deep. Also, it's hurt them heavily that uh, John Brown's been uh, been hurt. He's about three weeks in a row now? Uh, he, well, he was out for two weeks. He came back last week for a minute and then left the game. And then yesterday he didn't play at all. Um, but isn't this why you, tri- you gave up? But was it a first or a second? For Stefan Diggs. It was a first for Stefan Diggs. Yeah. I mean, you can only do... Well, that's the problem, though. Like, if the other team keys on Stefan Diggs, you don't really have any other deep threats. Yeah. And it's, yeah. Like, your next best receiver after Diggs is Cole Beasley. He's, he's a little... So if John Brown's out, you don't have another... You don't have another um, outside guy that can go deep. So that's... I think it's hurting him a lot that John Brown's out. Uh, the running game has not been great. Devin oh. Singletary is not an every down back, in my opinion. He's He's quick. Uh, he can catch passes, but I don't think he's a. I don't think he's a guy you want in for a first and second down. And that defense was ranked number one, I think, coming into this year, and have just not. Yeah, uh, the past defense especially has been They're, really bad. They haven't. Yeah, they've, they've, lived they've up not their lived hype. up to uh, the hype. expectations. Yeah, yeah. And I think that might be killing them too, Jay. I think they're all the hype that's circling around them. I know I hyped them up. I said thirteen and three. I think. The bills. Um, for the for the bills, yeah, and I don't think I would have disagreed with that because their roster says they can do that. Right, right, right. And they play in a kind of bad division. Yeah, so. all of that's true. But looking back in the off season, we knew they'd be number one in their division. We knew they'd be a threat in the playoffs. But that roster is not a thirteen and three team. Mm. The defense was I thought what could help them push. I just thought based on the situation they're in with the rosters, probably a 10 to 11 win roster, but the division being that that division Patriots have been bad since what we, the last three weeks, they've been pretty bad. Everyone was out with COVID. Yeah. They've been bad. The Dolphins Seahawks game pretty much. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The Jets are the Jets. They're just a raging dumpster fire and the Dolphins are three and three, but they're going to be starting a new quarterback next week. So We'll see how that goes. For no reason whatsoever. Yeah, yeah Fitzpatrick got sense. fired for doing his job too well. Yeah, I feel bad for Fitz. Um, wish that would happen to me. Get fired for doing your job too well? Suit file lawsuit. <laughs> Wrongful terminate. Anyway, back, back <laughs> to football. Um, um, I guess let's circle. Let's go Ryan to Lions. Ta- uh, not Ryan Tannehill, but uh, Fitzmagic, the next Cowboys quarterback. Yeah. I think that would be a good trade. Six round it would pick. be. They the six round pick. They won't. I think. I don't know. I mean, we all we all think Jerry Jones is this stereotypical win, 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 win. Al Davis, you got to win. Mm-hmm. I think he takes the year off. I think screw it. Let's grab a top five pick and let's make the playoffs next year. I think. I think. I don't know that division. It's just. It's so bad. And I, I was talking to a guy at work about. He's a Cowboys fan. And uh, so bad for him. It, well, he's. I don't. Cowboys his, fans suck. His fandom's a little odd. Like he roots for the Colts and stuff too. So I'm like, oh. But he, um. Anyway, he's like, I don't know, man. He goes, I'm like, and I, my my idea here is, all right, you're Jerry Jones, right? You like to be a sly old dog. You just tank, right? You just go two and fourteen. They screw it. Then you somehow convince the Jets to either a trade you Sam Darnold, or b you go and get them to keep Sam Darnold and you trade to the number one pick with them and you get Trevor Lawrence. I think them trying to trade up, even if they are like say number three, still the Jets are still gonna be asking for a lot. 
But like, say, say, what if they're, what if it's Jets at zero and sixteen, and Cowboys at number two at two and fourteen? I mean, obviously that's different, but and you, you somehow try to like, you try to convince the Jets to keep Darnold. Okay, well, okay, you're gonna give up that pick right there, the number two pick, right? You're gonna give up another first. Well, you'd have to give up. I don't know. I don't think you give up two firsts no? at number two. I no. think yeah, if you're one and two, you could probably just flip the picks, give them your second and third, and probably call it good. For a for a quarterback that's supposed to be all. Yeah, because the Jets, Jesus. the Jets can still take Justin Fields if they want, or they can still go get like M- M- Michael Parsons or that tackle from Oregon. They really need offensive line. Yeah, so uh, you're the Cowboys, man, and that way you don't have to pay Dak forty million dollars when he's coming off of a, a a blown out ankle. Yeah, I mean he 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 literally blew a tire. Yeah, sure. Yeah, like, he look, did you? He stomped on that thing to try to put it back into place. Mm-hmm. Like that's how bad it was. Yep. And if I'm Jerry Jones, I mean, it sucks for Dak because he's probably going to lose a lot of money because of this, this injury. But if I'm Jerry. That's what happens when you bet on yourself. Right. But if you're Jerry, though, do you want to franchise him again next year for no. $37 million? No. Do you want to sign him to a $35 million contract after no. he just blew his ankle out? No. The dude's never won anything. I like Dak. I, I think he's a good guy, and I think he's a good quarterback. But I don't think he's elite. I don't think he's going to win you a Super Bowl anytime soon. So I why not just tank there? Try Plus, try uh, to go get the best quarterback prospect since um, some argue Peyton Manning, but most say Andrew Luck, and get Trevor Lawrence. You, even if you got like a field, you're still right right he, there in playoff contention. Yeah, again. Well, he that fits in the system kind of well too with the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, he can run. Yeah, I mean, I think Lawrence is better suited for Jerry Jones. I yeah. think so, but it that's true. But getting Fields is kind of like putting. I know. Because the head coaches are different and the offense is still different, but Fields in Dallas would be a lot like Murray in Arizona. Yeah, I could see that too. Especially since you already have a pretty well, when they're healthy, they have a good offensive line. Yep, you have three wide receivers. You have extremely good talent at wide that are receiver all, that can all go downfield. You have an all-pro running back. Yeah, top three running back in the NFL. Yeah, and you have. I mean, the only thing you're missing on offense is a tight end, and their tight ends. I mean. Uh, Dalton Schultz and before he got hurt, Blake Jarwin were both decent. So serviceable. They're serviceable, but man, I don't know. If I'm if I'm Jerry Jones, I'm contemplating really hard how, how hard I want to try how hard I want to try to win this year. For me, there's no reason. You to win you're gonna have to pay big money for a quarterback. Or yeah. not big money, but big draft capital for a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And who's the best realistically, who's the best quarterback you can get? Probably Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston or uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Right. So and like Jameis, if I think if a team trades for Jameis, you're gonna trade him and then give him a multi-year extension. Right. And while I think he would do good in Dallas, and that would probably be enough to take him to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You want to pay him in the off season? I sure wouldn't. I wouldn't want to pay him. I mean, say I trade for Jameis tomorrow, right? You're not gonna play him this week. Probably give him a week to get acclimated. You start him in week, what, nine? Yeah, and so you you don't start him this week. You lose another game. You're, what, two and six? So you'd be two and five. 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 You'd be two and five. No. Have they had their bye week already? Either two and five or two and six. Yeah. So. But say you start Jameis. He does well. And you think, well, he's not going to command the money Dak did. But you say, all right, we're going to give Jameis a three-year extension at $15 million a year. 
I'd probably do that over over to try sign, trying to sign Dak to a five or seven year deal worth forty million a year. Oh yeah, I'm I'm Jerry. I'm done with Dak. But if if the listeners have noticed, I kind of like Jameis Winston, but I'm kind of biased. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't like Jameis Winston. I can see why people wouldn't. I just think he has the talent to be an NFL quarterback. He just his decision making processes are not great. Right. But yeah, the Cowboys have a lot of stuff to think about. Uh, but also. Had, is your defense good enough to uh, have a quarterback who will throw 30 to 32 interceptions? And the defense this year is struggling. It's not. Man. It's hurt. They're it's hurting. Not, no. I do think, though, I don't think, I think you could take some of that decision-making out of Jameis' hands. You could because you have, you have Zeke. Zeke. Yes. But that defense, that only works yeah. if you start out hot and That's keep the bad. lead. Defense is only going to do that against, I don't know, Eagles. The Giants, the football, football team, team, which you just lost to by 20. Yeah, 23. 23. Got beat by Kyle Allen. Also, <laughs> prayers up to Andy Dalton. That was a rough hit he took. Yeah, he's in uh, concussion protocol. By so. a former Lion, John Bostic. Yeah, he got, re- he got wrecked. He got ejected, too. Um, no suspension, though. No? Well, I mean, that's a hit. But um, I don't know. It's just that whole division's, I think Blackie. it's, it's well, it's Phillies yeah. for the taking now. In the Eagles? Yeah, Philly. Oh, I thought you said Phillies. I'm like, that's the no, wrong Philly. sport. Well, I said it's Phillies, like plural, um, or possessive. What is it? I, it's not Eng- Eng- English. It's not an English class. This is apostrophe. <laughs> apostrophe. Yes. Um, no, I think it's the Eagles for the taking. Uh, the only team I can really see challenging right now for it is the football team. And they've got Kyle Allen at quarterback. And I yes. And I also was watching. I was listening to the Pat McAfee show yesterday on YouTube. And there was a guy who does betting, and he does he like does all betting lines and stuff. And he was like, "Oh yeah, everyone he says the football team's got the best defensive line in the in the NFL or got top three in the NFL." And he goes, "That's just a lot of hearsay." He goes, "Statistically, they're not." He goes, "And statistically, their defense isn't very good either." Yeah, it just looks nice on paper. Yeah, and, and it, they win games, and they're going up Dallas, who they put up less than twenty points, and oh, it's the yeah. defense. Yep. So I think. Eagles are going to win that division. It's. I don't think it'll be close either. No, no, especially that Wentz is starting to look like he's getting his shit together. Yeah. Wentz is playing like a guy who's trying to get out of Philly. Oh, he yeah. was, but he's getting better now. Yeah. I mean, the offensive line sucks. They're all hurt. No receivers. They're all hurt. Miles Sanders is hurt. It's a rough existence to be an Eagles fan. Their two pro bowl tight ends are hurt. On IR. Both on IR, God. Yeah. So, and they're still winning that division. <laughs> let's just say NFC East is going to get in and have a home playoff game and lose in the first round. Right. So let's move on to the team, only team that I actually care about, the Detroit Lions, as Atlanta finds a new way to lose football games. I I I, I, I kind of love saying this, but the Falcons are the new Lions. They are, and. I don't know. I Raheem Moore. I was reading on went to a few Falcons sports pages today. They like him, but they don't think he should be the coach. This game, he made so many weird decisions. Yeah. Um, running for it on third and one. Yeah. How? Like I okay. You want the first down? Fullback dive. Quarter or quarterback sneak. Don't give you something that could get you towards the end zone. And I don't even yeah. think Todd Gurley realized he wasn't 
uh, supposed to score a touchdown until Will Harris tackled him or tried to tackle him. Well, I, I was watching that play. I was at work. Because he's still going full speed yeah. past the first down marker. Yeah. And I was I was watching that play on my phone at work. And, and he I'm realizes like, no one's actually attempting to tackle him. And yep. then he's just kind of, oh, shit. And it was funny because I saw the defensive line just kind of stand up and do nothing. Yeah. And Gurley goes through. Just and, like the uh, just like the corners on the outside. Well, my, They don't rush in to, like, the uh, tack, yeah. to tackle yeah. or contain the edge. They just stand there. My first thought was when Will Harris grabbed him was, is he going to screw this up by tackling him? Right. And then he let go. And I'm like, oh, and then Todd Gurley tried to stop, and I'm like, that's a touchdown. He had too much momentum going forward. Yeah. And I'm just like, I mean, it helped a lot of fantasy teams, but I mean, not me anymore because I traded Todd Gurley. But... I don't like Gurley, sorry. Um, I love you, but. Yeah, no, that was a very, that was very bad. Um, I mean, I'm happy as a Lions fan that they won. I don't like the Lions coaching staff, but I won't root against them. But also for. Uh, I mean, I will root against them if it gets bad enough. Uh, also but... for Raheem Moore, what are you doing going forward on fourth and five? Who knows? That was a bad decision. And just get. Was that the one where he should have kicked the field goal? Yes. Yeah. Then it wouldn't have mattered. Right. So. True. But uh, Stafford and Dagger time at both the second and fourth quarter, their last drive was very nice. Yes. Covering a lot of ground and not very much time. If you're a team, how are you giving, like, I know it's standard to play off in that last final minute drive. Everybody knows that doesn't work. Why aren't you putting pressure on them? I mean, this, uh, they rushed four on the last play of the game. Stafford scramble drills a touchdown to TJ Hawkinson. I mean, and Kenny Galladay was catching everything. Amendola, on another scramble drill, found himself open for... Yeah. That, that wasn't on the last drive. That was earlier in the game. Yeah. But how are you not bringing pressure? You know, you haven't been covering Amendola, Marvin Jones, Hawkinson, and Galladay all game. How are you not yeah. bringing pressure? Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure on that one. Um, funny thing I read was it was a, there was a picture of Arthur Blank on the sideline, um, and he was there like, and it, I think it was Barstow. It was like Arthur Blank standing on the sideline is the ultimate death sentence. And I'm like, yeah, that wasn't a great look. I mean, I like Arthur Blank. I think he's a pretty good owner, but he got some stuff to figure out. Atlanta's got a lot of stuff to decisions to make too because they do, which makes no sense because offensively they're hugely talented. Yes, I mean they've never been great defensively, but this should be a team that has more than one win. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you look at the what was the three games they should have won? The Lions game, the Cowboys game, and the and the Bears. Bears. Yeah, so that's three. So, yeah, they should be at least three and three, not one or three and four, not one and six. But I mean, Lions fan, I'll take it three and three. Right. A three and three express. I don't know. I speaking of expresses. How's it? Uh, well, there was a, a death this week to oh. Zach's thirteen and three Broncos express. It is finally dead, and I am here to dance on its ashes. But real quick before we move to Denver. Two fun fact stats for the Lions. <laughs> number one, they've scored first in every game this season. Nice. And number two, Swift has had at least 50 yards in every game except the Bears game this year. Interesting. And yet another touchdown again this week, and that's super awesome. Hawkinson kind of stayed with his sta- his uh, average stat line, too. It's like five, six catches, 50-some yards. And a touchdown. And he had a touchdown. 
Um, I think uh, fantasy perspective, he's like the number nine or number ten tight end. We've talked year. all year about how solid he's been. Yeah. In non-fantasy, he's looking. He's. I think safe to say he's starting to become the tight end we were all hoping for when they yep. drafted him. Yep. We all go when we all went. It's really difficult too in a tight end's rookie year to look and say, "Oh, he's got to be a superstar." Right. Especially when it's starting. Yeah. Especially when he had a game like that to his first game, mm-hmm. where he got like over a hundred yards and a touchdown. And a touchdown, yeah. And then basically nothing after that. Yeah, exactly. And then yep. this year, he's just been the model of consistency. So glad to see him developing. DeAndre Swift is without a doubt now your best running back in Detroit. Yep. Um, Adrian Peterson should not get more than like. Five six touches a game, yeah. Have Swift be your do it all running back. Give um. I'm down with AP only getting touches from now on when we're up in the fourth quarter. Yeah, carry on your main uh pass blocking back. Carry on, and I think TJ Lang tweeted it. Was he's he like, tweeted out multiple times? Yeah, he's like the most selfless pass uh, pass protecting running back he's ever seen. And carry on was like, well, when number nine throwing the rock like he like he does, he goes, I kind of have to, which that's a good thing to have from your running back, right? Pass protection is so important for running backs. Right, and he's a great one. Um, so back, so throw back to last week when we said we don't need carry on. I changed my mind. We do need carry on. Right, and if you remember last podcast where I gave a list of reasons to uh, be optimistic about the rest of the season for the Lions, two of them came true this week: the stopping of the run outside of that second touchdown by Gurley. He they shut him down really well, and Stafford. Yeah. We finally saw Elite Stafford this game, over 300 yards and a game-winning touchdown. Yep. He started off slow, um, but then kicked it into overdrive when he needed to. Yeah. When he needed to play like Stafford, we know he 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 did it. Oh, when the when all it mattered, it's all that mattered. When the game flow dictated that he had to start throwing. Yeah. Yeah. One more thing before I moved on to Denver, and this is something that pissed me off, and it was the announcers. Stafford uh, had a free run blitzer in his face, and he tried to sidearm around it to uh, Swift. Mm-hmm. Went off Swift's fingertips. Like, oh, the announcers were like, oh, he's just trying to copy Patrick Mahomes. He should stick yeah. to the way he throws it. Stafford was going sidearm before Mahomes was even in the league. Yeah, Stafford invented the sidearm throw, so uh, they can shut up. And it's funny, too, I was listening to the Valenti show today on the radio, and he said about the Lions game, he said that that was the worst broadcast team he's ever heard call a game. It was god-awful. And he's just like, he's like, and he goes, the problem is, too, is like the Lions are two and three. Falcons are one and five. He goes, so you're not going to get the A team. He goes, you got like, you didn't get the B or the C team. You got the D team. Well, the D team does less research than we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. So it was, uh, it was, yeah, the announcers were bad. I love, I mean, I like Craig Jen- Jennings as a player, but they suck. Let's take a break real quick. I got to pee. Of course you do. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Zach, Spencer, and Jay. We're three to talk sports. Thank you for the ad. Um, in the video, you'll just see that continue. Um, but in the audio, you will hear the ad. Um, but we will do an ad for a video soon. I think I want to get uh, Jay his first ad here. Does um, it have to be the video one? Yes, because you I don't want to be. Us. I don't even want to be on video right now. <laughs> this is true. Jay hates being on video. Yes. We had to do a lot of. Well, not really a lot, but we had to just I be just, like, hey. I just kind of like, hey, we're going to do the video. We're doing video. Just ignore it. Yeah. Um, which we're doing a good job. So we're doing a good job at visit lifefuels.com. Yes. Yep. Thank you. Get some of this delicious, um, peach and lemon, lime. That's what I'm drinking right now. You guys can't really see it, but I'm wearing the, uh, this maroon 
Or what color is it? Salmon pink? It's like a it's like a maroon mixed with burgundy. Okay, my maroon mixed with burgundy life feels shirt. It's a red hue. A red my red hue life feels shirt. Yeah. It's very comfortable. I wear them to work all the time as an undershirt. More of the blue and the teal and the light blue colored ones because they match with the blue scrubs. Yep. But yeah, wear them to work every day. Very comfy. I like them. Helps uh helps broadcast the brand. Yeah, for sure. Like, thank you guys. Thank you, Life Feels, for um, pretty much everything we have in front of us right now. Yeah, our uh, our um, partnership has basically paid for our new equipment. Yeah, yeah outside thank you. outside of this table, everything is uh, brought to you <laughs> yeah, by uh, Life Feels. The table's provided by Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> got it from a lady in Davison for fifty bucks. <laughs> yeah, so like Facebook Marketplace less reliable than Life Feels. <laughs> Let's see, half of my basement has been furnished by Facebook Marketplace. That's true. That's true. So uh, we've we've helped with a lot of the stuff that you've yeah. bought. No, seriously, when I move stuff, it's like usually Zach or Jay, and I have a blue leather reclining couch that probably weighs two hundred pounds, and it was just me and Zach, and we almost died. Because yeah, I'm short and he's tall. We had to lift it over a railing in my garage, and I almost killed Zach. But I'm glad he's here today. Uh, okay. So okay. But I have my life feels bottle here as well. I'm not using it right now because it got a little dirty. But yeah, um, it's there for aesthetic. Yes. yes. Clean your clean your stuff, Spencer. I don't clean. I don't cook. I don't wait clean. Till, uh, wait till Joan listens to this podcast. But let me tell you how I got this ring. Hey! Okay, so thank you for Life Feels. You guys love you. Thank you for the fans. <laughs> Jay that, hates me right now. That listen. He's, like, he's, blocked. he's not looking at you. Look at him. Thank you for everything you guys do with the fans. You guys have been awesome. Huge support. We thank you guys. All of our family, too. Like Our families are, yep. are really riding us, and we love it. So We do. Um, now... Get back to sports. Um, I would like to say uh, we're going to put uh, Zach's dream for the Broncos to rest. Here, no, not an ad. Just, just go ahead. You can go ahead, Jay. Just, uh, just, just if any of you guys ever watched WWE, just uh, picture in your head and have it going, playing in your head, the Undertaker theme song, the very beginning of it, the, just the funeral march version of it. That's uh, that's what's going on in my head right now, and uh, I'm ready to dash on the embers or ashes of the Denver Broncos. Okay, before I let me let me let me defend myself first before you guys jump me. I understand I'm gonna get jumped. It's gonna happen. I've lost. Um, so in the beginning of the year, I said the Broncos will go 13 and three, and I believed it. I believed it because I thought Lock Lock had a decent game. He that defense was really good on him the last week. Dip, um, for whatever reason, took six games from last year and decided Locke was the second coming of John Elway. Yes, I did. Um, and I, I thought he, he's, he's still, he's good. I still think he's good enough to be not as like a great, right? But he is average, right? You when you, when the day, the week before the first game, your best defensive player goes out. That hurts. Uh, a week later, or yeah, a week your, later, your best defensive player, and he's it's not even close. No, you're, and then your a week later, your best receiver goes out. It kills you. You have three rookies, two rookies, and they're trying to catch that ball. And Drew Locke got hurt. It's almost it like help. Denver should have built their team up a little bit better, huh? Right. And it's almost like maybe if two players go out and they're what they've won two games, two games. Maybe if uh, two players don't go out, you don't oh, have a thirteen and three roster. Yeah, Thir- they're th- three and four. So officially, my thirteen and three is over. 
and um, my my official and so comment. is your and so is their dreams of having a top three pick. Yes. My official comment on Zach's thirteen and three express is this. Suddenly became uh, one of those uh, give money to the poor children of Haiti commercials. Zach just got up and left. Ex except I don't want anybody to give money to the Denver Broncos. It don't was, make Dip happy. It was either that or I played Taps, and I thought that was a little more fitting. So I would have uh, went with the Taps, but I mean, that's me now personally. I'm thinking about ASPCA commercials. <laughs> um, I deserve that. I made a huge, massive bowl. I, I do want to be a little fair to uh, our good old Zachy boy here. Um, he didn't actually say the Broncos are going 13-3. and three. He said that they have the talent on the roster to have a thirteen and three season. Yes. Nope. In my mind, he officially right. said thirteen but and three. Jay, Everything else is a conspiracy theory. Jay and I picked that up and ran with it, and I think we did rightfully so because anyone who else who thought that was like, "What? What are you smoking?" Yeah, and and, and that was literally what you just said to me. <laughs> but um, I oh yeah, I we said, said you're high. And not not yeah. all. I think we would have left it alone. We wouldn't have ran on it if he literally wasn't pumping up the Broncos on every podcast. I was. Oh, oh Drew was... Locke's better than Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, Sutton's better than Kenny Galladay. Melvin, every, Gordon, Melvin Gordon's going to be an all-pro. Every podcast, he would say pumping up the Broncos. and They've, I'm, they've got the best one-two puncher running and back And that's in the why NFL. we ran with this. Oh, their defense is top five. Yeah, I did. In fairness, they're like number two or three in the run this year. Yes, they're, uh, they were number one going into Chiefs, but I don't know how that uh, works, so. Chiefs, did, they ran a little better. I mean, the Chiefs dominated in all three facets. But Yeah, no. Um, it's a sad day when uh, the Chiefs blew out the Broncos. Um, it was snowing, so I was like, oh, maybe they have a chance. No. Dip even said to us in our Facebook group that this could be the turning point of how Denver beats Kansas City is the snow. I did. So, uh, I did. Yeah. I kind of forgot that Kansas City plays in the snow sometimes too, didn't you? I did. Next question. Um, <laughs> oh, so, so next question here comes from a message I saw that uh, one of our family members sent to us. I saw Dip's dad sending us a... Uh, Facebook message about something he wanted us to talk uh, yes. on the podcast about. Yes. Wait, Dip, you want to read it for us? You did? Uh, yes. Yeah. Pull it up and let me see. It was, your, uh, I think he sent it. He sent it on a messenger, and to our right? Message, to, yeah. yeah. To our to our uh, three idiots uh, message on Facebook. Yep. Yeah, on Facebook. Because I know where this is gonna piggyback off of. By the way, Aiden, I know you're watching. I know you're watching. You know where it's coming from a little bit here, bud. You're gonna, you're gonna wait though. We're gonna wait. We're gonna talk something about something, but you know what happens. The times are coming. The times are coming. You want to turn the podcast off? Skip it. Go ahead. Skip it, Aiden. That's for you, Aiden. Only you. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> this is. I was. I, okay. I, God damn, God damn it. Oh, okay, what did Bob uh, ask? From uh, Zach's, really good. Really from good. Zach's dad, Bob Diffold, uh, he said, Hey, boys, be sure and talk I can't talk about the stroke. He said, Be sure to talk about Michigan's road win Saturday night against top 25 ranked Minnesota, 49 to 25. Go blue. So if you listen, this is, this is getting recorded Monday. If you listen to a certain Detroit uh, sports talk show today, <laughs> Volani and Rico, <laughs> he will um, the two biggest Spartan slappies in Michigan in, in the world will say that uh, this game doesn't matter. There was no crowd. Minnesota's players were out because of COVID, right? But I guess he, they have not seen this uh, little what's it called the flowchart, the little flowchart that goes around on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Is it a big game? Did Michigan win? 
Yes. Then it's not a big game. Did Michigan lose? Yes. Biggest game of their life. Yeah. yeah. And it's literally a cycle that happens yep. because everyone hates Michigan. Yep. So, well, guess what? It's a top 25 team on the road at night. Michigan kicked the shit out of them. It, it was after that block punt and touchdown, it wasn't even a game. It was all Michigan. Joe Milton looked like, I think he looked better than I thought he would. I don't know. The performance it, it, The performance was better than I thought, but what really stood out for me was when you could hear him on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. Always calm. Always, I think, when they were up by double-digit points, I think... A little into the third quarter, you just hear him on the side sidelines, just kind of yelling, "Good shit, boys, keep it up." Yeah, and just kind of walking down the sidelines, saying it calm. He, he's the moxie and the poise he has leading this team. Yeah, as the quarterback does, he's looking like a senior out there. I know it's one game, I get it, but just from what we've seen, he's looking like a senior out there, and that's the biggest thing to me is. Having a guy that keeps the whole team grounded. Yep. And um, I don't need that. One more time before I talk, as I talk over Spencer, I don't know if you guys saw this on Twitter because I didn't share it. Um, they interviewed Aiden Hudgens or Aiden, <laughs> Aiden Hutchinson. I, I wish they uh, interviewed Aiden Hudgens. That'd be interesting. That would be amazing. Be a, lot, be a lot of curse words. Yeah, Aiden Hutchinson, who uh, looks like the former lead singer of, um, oh, what's the band? Allison Chains. With the little uh, soul patch uh, blonde uh, thing there. But uh, he said, yeah, when it comes down to like motivating the team and keeping us grounded, it's not the coaches. And that's what's different this year. It's the players are taking the responsibility to actually literally lead the team. They're not relying on the coaches. And that's something you really want to hear because you know Hutchinson's the player. And from what we can see, Milton is... Mm -hmm. And that's huge. I heard, uh, sorry, I heard uh, Ben Mason was really big in that too. From like Kirk Herbstreit talked about that. He was a a big factor in keeping the team together. And that, I love hate relationship with Ben uh, Mason. He's, his emotions get way out of check sometimes. He's a tough nosed. I think he is a tough nosed player. I think he plays really hard, but I think he just, he does some dumb. Literally every big game, he seems to get a personal Mm -hmm. foul called on him. Yeah. Like last year against Wisconsin, I wanted to punch him in the face when he fumbled that ball. Yeah, but that was on the coaching staff for putting him in, and he hadn't touched the ball in like forever. But now Ben Mason is—I think he's got a future as an NFL fullback. Oh yeah, he's a great fullback. Just get your head on, man. Yeah, yeah. Up with the personal fouls. It, it was fun. whether it be the late hits or continually yeah. blocking after the whistle. Just cut out the dumb stuff, dude. It was funny, too, because with that block out of bounds where he got the penalty on the first drive, Kirk Herbstreit was like, I like that. Setting the tone. He goes, we're, he goes I'm just telling, he goes, he's telling the other team that he goes, we're going to, we're going to beat, we're going to beat you. Or he's like, we're going to drive you into the ground. And I'm like, to a point, Kirk, but to it, a point. But when it hurts your team. Maybe, maybe that's okay if you've got like a Trevor Lawrence or mm-hmm. a Justin Fields, but you can't do that. At right after a huge, or no, that was during the huge play. That yeah. was, uh, was that the quorum screen, like swing screen pass, or was that the second play? No, the first play of the game was the quorum screen. It was pass. the second it was pass. The second pass of the game. Yeah. You just have big momentum as you hit a twenty-five yard pass to another to a freshman running back. You're starting your first game. It's your literally your second snap yep. that counts, and you're already backed up fifteen yards. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And, you um, can't do that. You gotta 
read the situation a little bit better. Just keep. I love your intensity, Ben Mason. Just keep your head on, dude. Yeah, I'm glad it happened when it happened, right? When it, if it would have happened, yeah, that was probably the best time for it to happen. Yeah, you're, happened you're, sitting, you're sitting at zero zero. Game. Yeah, it's your first drive of the game. I mean, it sucks that it negated what could have been a touchdown drive, but at the same time, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think to take away. I think the takeaway too is. Um, Definitely did not help Minnesota that half their offensive line was out because of COVID. No, only the guard was out for COVID. The uh, right tackle, the big Aussie, he's transferring. So oh, he's he said, transferring? It's not okay. official, but that's the rumor. That's why he didn't play game one was he's transferring. Oh, okay, gotcha. Wow. Interesting. Um, yeah, that didn't help. Their kicking game didn't help because they didn't. What was their, their kicker was punting for them too. I mean, you can't say the kicking game doesn't help when Michigan missed three field goals. Also true. Um, and then anyone wondering why Quinn Nordeen didn't get a shot, it's because Harbaugh said he was dealing with an injury. Yeah. So that's why Jake Moody got allowed to uh, suck all night. Yeah. Also, oh. if you... Oh, I hate him. I, I know this is Saturday, but uh, if you somehow haven't seen the news yet, uh, Dax Hill back in, um, should be bra- back in practice by Tuesday or Wednesday, Harbaugh said today. Good. All sweet. He needs to stay healthy. That defense needs him. Yes. Uh, he did a really good job guarding a number uh, round one receiver. Mm-hmm. And you could definitely tell when he got out, but I don't think because um, when Hill went out, it was mainly uh, Jermaine Green who yeah. uh, had to man up uh, Bateman. Yep, I think he did a pretty good job doing that too. No, oh, yeah, he's a num- He's maybe even a top fifteen pick this year in the draft. Bateman, and Bateman's a real deal. He's gonna be a really good receiver. Obviously, he didn't shut him down, but he wasn't making the plays like he was last year. No, he wasn't. He wasn't as dominant as he was last year. No, even though he still had like at least eight catches. I also loved all the the, the trash talk that Minnesota gave. Then we smacked him in the mouth, and then he had a bunch of people out there. Like, oh yeah, yeah Minnesota's a three point dog. They're gonna win. Like, okay, right. But yeah, I also I do really like how Michigan responded after the block punt. And next was it next play or two plays later the touchdown. Uh, I think it was two plays later. Two plays later, yeah. first play, Michigan gets the ball oh, back it was after the first the, play. Yeah, first yeah. play after the block punt, it, Minnesota Zach scores Charbonnet a touchdown, for sixty yards. Yeah, yeah. first play after right Michigan the gut, gets yeah. the ball, seventy-yard touchdown by Charbonnet. Right up that four hole, and he was gone. Yeah, there was. I think Herb Street said there was some confusion with the secondary on Minnesota's it, part. It but, was because right. they had Ben Mason out wide as right. a receiver, and they, they brought him in, him in, brought him into like a fullback or like a tight end that you know sits off the line mm-hmm. at the end. And he just, that whole right side just down block. Or, I don't, I can't think off the very top of my head exactly how the hole opened up. I'm, I think it was Mason down blocked the linebacker. And I think it was Mayfield sealed it. So you mm-hmm. had the down block and seal block come together. And that's what opened up the big hole. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there was no safeties back. Mm-hmm. So it was just speed. Yeah. And Zach Charbonnet, um, they said on the radio too that he was dealing with that knee injury last year. So he got he had surgery after high school and last year he was a true freshman. So he never like was fully healthy. I think he also had surgery this off season he too. Oh, I think it was a yeah. minor one, but minor he one, did yeah. have one again to clear out yeah. stuff. Yeah. But they said before this year that he's actually fully healthy and so they, they're like he looks faster now yeah. that he's healthy. So I'm like, I'm like, good for Zach Charbonnet. Haskins played well. He did. Yep, Haskins played Haskins well. Played Haskins well. Are running for touchdowns and making plays on fake punts. Oh, beautiful. Former linebacker. Yeah. yeah. 
mean, knocking down that. I don't know how big that tight end is. He looked six, seven. Yeah, he's a big but, dude. Yeah, stopped him right in the tracks. That's a god awful time to call for a big pun as well. It wasn't close. It was still like fourth and like eight. Yeah, on your own like thirty yard line. Yeah, that okay, one made no sense. No, I think he was just trying to change the tempo of that game, and it, that that right there blew blew it all. Oh, well, he certainly did. But Michigan played well. I'm proud of the my boys. I think they played it well in all facets, except for special teams. wasn't great. Yeah. yeah. Um, Michael Barrett, oh, just Michael Barrett, crushing hit on the yep. Tanner. Name Tanner Morgan. Tanner Morgan. You, you, everyone was the one of the big questions was outside of the secondary was who are you putting in? Who's the putting Viper? A, who are you playing at Viper? You, your answer is Michael Barrett. Yep. Ah, he also. Him. I remember Mike. I I pay attention to recruiting a lot. Michael Barrett was like this no-name third star from Alabama. Was it Alabama or Georgia? One of the two. Didn't have a position in high school. He was a quarterback. Michigan's like, oh, we might bring him into a running back. Running backs from full. All right, we'll slide him to linebacker. Mm. He's just one of those athletes that Harbaugh took a chance on, and one game in, he looks like the real deal. And it's funny too, because people kind of crap on Harbaugh for taking some of these unknown three stars, but a lot of the time they pan out. I mean, they've panned out more than the five stars. I mean, Rashawn Gary and DPJ were both. Rashawn Gary was the number one player in his class. Yeah. DPJ was top fifteen. He was a top in the number one receiver. In the and country. they they always had the extreme potential, but when you look at the stats, none of them were anywhere near what you wanted. Yeah. It you look at this team, it's the three stars that get the most stats. Yeah. Well, a lot of the a lot of uh, the teams you see. Or it's, it's like the four stars. You've got Quiddy Pay, three star out of Rhode Island. Yeah. Um, Aiden Hutchinson, four star out of Michigan, who got recruited mo- mostly by Michigan, Michigan State, Notre Dame, the people that usually recruit Michigan. Yeah. And uh, Michigan won that one because dad went to Michigan, right? Yes. That's part, yeah. Former uh, Michigan defensive tackle Chris Hutchinson. Chris Hutchinson, yeah. He's now a doctor. Yep, he is now a doctor. Yeah, he was at the game. Yes, he was. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I, there was a lot of good to take away from that Michigan game. Um, Vincent Gray still scares the hell out of me at the, corner. The secondary scares me outside of Dax Hill. I'm not going to lie. Brad right. Hawkins. Brad Hawkins was okay. I like him in coverage. He's still not somebody you want yeah. in the box. I still miss um, the days of that was that was my foot pushing the table down. It's uneven. Um, <laughs> um, I still miss, you know, guys like, uh, um, what's his name? Oh, God. Josh Metellus. Josh Metellus, David Long, um, Jordan Lewis. Levert Hill. Levert Hill. I really wish Ambry Thomas would have come back this year. I really did, too. Um, he, I think he's the one that hurts the most up beside Ambry Thomas Nico. was easily your number one corner, and he was and he's a speedy guy, and he's pretty big. So, I mean, I wish him the best of luck. Hope he does well in the NFL, but Same. that would have helped. Um, I thought the wide receivers played pretty well. Yeah. They rotated like eight guys in and out. So uh, Milton threw to nine different players. Yep. I think that's going to help us, too, in the long run because that – that, that throws your whole game plan off on defense. You've yeah. got to throw nine different guys. Ha- and two, uh, three of those nine players were true fresh, or yeah, true freshmen. Roman Wilson, the wide receiver from Hawaii. Yep. AJ Henning, the AJ, the speedster, the speedster, top one hundred receiver boy. from yeah. Illinois. I like him. Indiana. Um, Ronnie Bell was I think obviously it was Indiana. There. Um, Blake Corum did a lot in the passing game. Blake Corum's going to be a freak. Um, Dallas Jackson, Cornelius Johnson. Yep. Eric All had a few catches. Were you surprised Eric All seemed to play more than Eubanks? No, because Eubanks coming into it, did he even play? 
I didn't. I don't think I ever saw him. Because I know he's. I know he was hurt. Was he? Yeah, coming mm. into the game, I don't know if he played or not. I thought they mentioned his name playing in the broadcast, but I think he was. Eubanks was out for the game. Ah, uh, okay. Interesting. I did see. Um, was it Schoonmaker? Schoonmaker. 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 The only time I, I saw him name. was on a I block, I think, yeah. for Chris yeah. Evans' touchdown. I saw him. That was yeah. the only time yes. I remember seeing him. I remember seeing him right there too. But when you. When the only time you see a tight end is when they block, that's a good sign. That is a good sign, yes. Um, I, I, will, I do want to say this, though. I, I didn't realize Joe Milton was 6'5", 240. He was a big guy. And he runs like a 4'6". Yeah. I, I mean, I knew he had some running ability, but... It, it was never his MO. No, but it was always the cannon arm. Right. But watching him, he wasn't afraid to run. Nope. He wasn't afraid to put the shoulder down. No. There was a couple times we were watching the second half, and there was a couple times, um, or a couple of my mom's friends were watching it. They were like, oh, "I wish he just put the shoulder down." But I'm like, in certain situations, you've got a six yard gain, and on it's on first down, make the business decision, stay healthy. Right. Yeah. Well, I do think Cade McNamara will be good. I do not want him playing. At I, his fr- with yeah. the, as a is he a true freshman or redshirt, redshirt freshman? freshman? Do not want his first redshirt freshman snap. Of his college career, be at night at Minnesota. Yeah, no, because um, Joe Milton's a redshirt sophomore. Yes, but he's gotten snaps. He's played twice against Wisconsin, against Ohio State. He's played against Ohio State. Like yeah. he's got snaps. This is his first start. This is his first time with over like eleven snaps. This is the first time I've been excited about a Michigan quarterback since after the- seeing them play. After seeing we him were play, very excited for Shea. Patterson. I was extremely excited for Shea Patterson when I found out he was transferring. Since who? Since who? I. I would say Denard for mine. Yeah, that was the last time I was super excited after watching a quarterback play. Kate Forcier. I love uh, him. But, uh, after the first game against but, Notre uh, Dame, I was like, this kid's a Heisman contender. But you, like, you weren't like, excited for Gardner after watching him play? Not really. Yeah. I liked you just Gardner. Said you, no, you said you said Denard. Oh, Denard. I liked Denard, but Denard was a one-trick pony. He wasn't a great passer. He could throw the ball if he had to, but he was you knew he was gonna run more often than not. Yes, um, but he's the most explosive player probably in Michigan. Yeah. I mean I did like I, I thought I was super excited when Tate Forcier started and I did, I did like him. I did too. Like yeah. I think Well that was because we were also coming off the Nick Sheridan and um Stephen Threet. Yeah, Stephen Threat. Shout out to uh, Stephen Threat, great follow season. on Twitter. Yes, I do like him a lot. We're gonna get Stephen Threat on this podcast. Jay, Dude. Jay and I, Jay and I are gonna praise him. Yes, please. You two do that, and we'll get him on. We'll call him. We'll zoom him. Whatever we gotta do. Stephen Threat. So yes, to everybody who follows us on Twitter, start uh, adding him, please. We just hit the fifty. Yeah. Mo- we just hit the fifty follower mark, by the way. So thank you. Also, that by the way, nice. we are uh, probably at the time of this podcast. We're at eight hundred listens. Yes, close. we we will be we will be close to eight hundred by the time this episode out uh, uh thank you everybody that a massive milestone Amazing we balls. were quicker from six to eight six hundred to eight hundred than we were from like 100 to 400 500 you know yeah like this podcast is blown up and we appreciate you guys i i people at work talk to me every day about it and i'm like yeah thank you for i have people randomly be like how's the pod going and i'm yeah. like it's a going it's a going yeah um we're starting to do th- good things and uh Yes. Now. <laughs> Can we go now? Can we go on to the, on the big elephant in the room? I just want to wrap up the Michigan thing real quick. Um, in, in summation, I know we talked a lot about it, but Joe Milton looked good. He's a freak of nature physically. Defense was solid, yep. I would say. Um, Defensive line especially. 
Defensive line, I think both the lines on Michigan dominated. Okay, that's one we didn't really touch on. Offensive line has four new starters, four new starters. and they bullied Minnesota. Yep. So, I, and I, I especially, uh, what's his, Andrew Stuber, I like his name, and, and Vestitis. Yeah. So, a lot of good names up there. So, yeah. Um, I like this Michigan team. Um, I think I said seven and two. Uh, if they play every game like they did today, I think they could win eight. But oh, we'll see. Outside of Ohio State, I don't think there's a team in the Big Ten that's more talented than this Michigan team is. The one that scared saying, me the most was well, it's Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Obviously, Wisconsin. But their quarterback might be out. But talent, talent wise, talent I don't wise. think there's a team that's more talented than us. And we've got how many? True freshman, redshirt freshman, redshirt sophomores, true sophomores playing. Yeah, agreed. Especially on offense. This team's going to be fun to watch. And I think it's going to be fun to watch them next year, too, when you get another full season of Joe Milton. And then, and then you're going to transition from Joe. Yeah, I, I did. I was going to say, and next week. No, next year, too, though. But then you're going to have, uh, you have J.J. McCarthy coming in. And then you're going to go. This transition from Joe Milton to J.J. McCarthy is going to be exciting. Because J.J. McCarthy's going to be, I think he's going to be the real deal. He's going to be the first really big-time QB that Harbaugh's brought in, other than Shea Patterson. So, you know, I mean, five-star type. But right. And I think, uh, I think it's going to be fun to watch him next week, too. Hey-o. As they play a team that lost to Butkers. So, your, your second biggest rival, uh, is it at home? Uh, it's yeah, in Ann Arbor. Yeah, in Ann Arbor. It's so a big house. you have a home game against your biggest rival, and they're a twenty-four and a half point favorite, twenty-five point favorite. That was twenty-three. That's, uh, it's, it's between twenty-three and twenty-five because it's points. over twenty. It's over a lot of points because um, Rocky Lombardi likes to throw the ball to the other team. Dude, he was so bad. Rut- I Rutgers him for a soccer and, uh, player halfway through the game, and their receivers also like uh, to not hold on to the ball. Yeah. The run, we'll, uh, the ball. We lot. can't promise we'll try to be nice to Michigan State. Because we we're not. Because we're not. We all hate Michigan State with a I passion. I hate Michigan State. Um, I will say, I think I, I personally think Mel Tucker has a chance to be a good coach there. But I think the situation that was left with for him by Mark D'Antonio was the biggest pile of dog ever. So do you think yeah. Harbaugh lays off Michigan State a little bit? No. Because no. do you think... Because I think there was obvious hatred there between Harbaugh and D'Antonio. I, you know those coaches really did not like each other. Mm-hmm. Do you think hatred is towards Michigan State, or do you think it was more D'Antonio? I, probably, I think a little bit of both. Probably more than, probably, probably 60-40 to D'Antonio. Um, but I don't think he'll go easy. I, this is one of those, I think Minnesota was a statement. You won 49-24. This is another one where you want to go out and you want to, you want to, te- you're going to teach them a lesson. You're going to say, all right, we're not going to take you lightly, even though we think you stink, and we're going to beat you 52 to 13. By the little brother or the big brother. What a. Aw, what hurt your panties? Get your panties in a bunch because we called you. What quarter do we see Cade McNamara come in? Second quarter. No, I was kidding. Half time. I'm going to go like end of third. Halfway through the third. I'd say probably toward the end of the third. Well, it could be the fourth, though, because Harbaugh is one of He likes to keep his starters in. It's a reps thing. You know, State's going to go out full-blown. That defense is going to try to this is It's, it's going to be a full-blown, all right, what can we work which, on in practice? Which is, which is the thing that gives me a little bit. Michigan State's defense will still probably be good. But they gave up 38 to Rutgers. 
Michigan State's know. offense turned the ball yes. over seven times. You don't think not, they're listen, gonna? They're not gonna? You don't, you think they won't turn it over against us? I think it'll be under nine four. turnovers in that game. Michigan State gave up seven of them. I think, I think they turned State, it over at least three times. I think Michigan State will have under four turnovers. I, this it's at a betting line right there. <laughs> it could be a prop bet. <laughs> yeah. I think the score of this game is gonna be like Michigan forty-five, Michigan State like fourteen or seventeen. I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt. I think they it's. 55 to. I was going to say 35 10. Yeah, I, th- I we're think in the, we're in that 20. And that long. touchdown is generous. That touchdown's probably coming off like a special teams gaffe or like a turnover on offense. It's going to be like uh, McNamara comes in and like throws a pick or something. Right, because Michigan State doesn't have Tanner Morgan and they don't have Bateman. True. They don't have nobody. They stink. Did you? You see all those, somebody was like, Elijah Collins could run for 200, and then he ran for, like, negative eight. Yeah, dude, because, okay, so I watched that state game. Me and Aiden were text Snapchatting the whole game, and he was literally just crying in, inside. Um, he turned it off at halftime. And um, <laughs> he, him and I were talking, and he was like, it's not helping that they're running the ball so much. Because you can't do anything with your Mel, quarterback. Mel Tucker literally said when they asked him, what type of offense are you going to run? He said, even when they know we're going to run it, we're going to run it. Well, that's... You do not have the O-line for that. Yeah. No. and I, you, you need a Wisconsin-Michigan-Ohio State line for that. He tried to do that at Colorado, and he only had one winning season. Yes, because you can't just run the ball in the Pac-12. I get their defense isn't great, but... You can't do it in the Big Ten either. Yes, you're not going to... Colorado is not going to be punching the rock down USC, Oregon, Utah's throat. Which is disappointing because when he was at Colorado, he had Steven Montez at quarterback. He was pretty good. Just like at Michigan State, you're not going to be pounding the rock down Michigan, Wisconsin, Ohio State's throat. Right. I think the only teams that are allowed to say, we're going to run the ball even though we... It's Ohio State, uh, Michigan, okay, Ohio State, Wisconsin. Michigan, Wisconsin, and maybe Iowa. On Penn State, they've got good running backs. Their O-line's usually iffy, but they usually have good running backs. I would take Penn State out just because I think they've gone to more of that spread type. Yeah, they Running have. quarterback type deal. No, But... Um, but we, but we were kind of, we're, we're actually being kind of generous to you. I feel, Spartans, I feel, I feel bad for him. I don't. That's all right. Wait till next week's podcast. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait till the game happens. So when this, go that, in when on this, him. Yeah. When this podcast drops, the game will be starting. It's at, it's a noon kickoff noon time, which uh, I don't Fox, understand. I guess I, you can't have back to back night games. I guess that's fine, but. Well, that would be cool. Spooky Halloween. Halloween. It's, it's Michigan, Michigan State on Halloween. How that's, is this not a night game? Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's true. Spooky game. Um. um but I want to get off of the the most depressing team in the state. Um, I just want to say, Big Ten recap. I think that Graham Mertz for Wisconsin was excellent. Yeah, but he's out for COVID. For out three for weeks. COVID for three weeks, unless he tests negative on his next test. They said if he te- if he, he has to test twice, oh, he and if he tests positive twice in a row, he has to sit for three weeks. And also, I think this might have got lost in the shuffle today. Wisconsin backup quarterback to uh, Mets didn't play today either. Yep, he was out of practice as well. So that's bad for them. Yeah, Ohio State looks like Ohio State. Nothing new there. Yeah, for 52-17. Yeah. Purdue won. Purdue had played a decent game. Who'd, who'd they and beat? Played uh, Iowa, didn't they? Oh, yeah, it was an upset over Iowa. Uh, <laughs> Penn State. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I mean, 
I don't know if that we don't that, that might not have been a touchdown at the end. That ball, that ball, I mean, hit the ground. Two, point two point conversion. conversion. That yeah. ball hit the but ground. I will say Indiana worries me a little bit because Michael Penix is dangerous. They're, they're always hashtag chaos team. If you uh, if you read uh, MGo blog, like you should, they are a yes great uh, website to go to. Love them. But yeah, Indiana dangerous. Penn State, lol. Uh, Michigan State. Where's some Rutgers? <laughs> <laughs> they're now the Big Ten basement. Yeah. Even even Rico on the radio today said Michigan State is like the Rutgers this well, year. Actually, I'm going to wait to say Michigan State's the basement because uh, Maryland looks pretty crap. So, Northwestern looked bad, too. Yeah. I thought oh. Northwestern won, though. I think they lost. Wait. They blew out Maryland. Maryland, that's right. Okay, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, so it looks like it's the race to the bottom between the Spartans and Terrapins. Remember when that whole thing was, I wonder who ran the offense at Bama. Was it Gaddis or Loxley? Yeah. It was Gaddis. Gaddis, play, Gaddis did a really good job yeah. with play call. So. And you can't say Maryland doesn't get recruits because, yes, I know they're in a heavily, heavily recruited area between Ohio State, mm-hmm. uh, Clemson, Bama, Florida State. They've still gotten five stars. Anthony McFarland. Yep. Um, Ty Johnson, DJ Moore, DJ Moore. They've got talent. Yeah, they do. They're the basement in the Big Ten in football with the Spartans. Pretty stinky. Um, but yeah, no, I enjoyed the Michigan game. I enjoyed the state game a little bit more. I watched that whole game. I was, I had my, I had a smile on my face. I didn't actually think they were going to lose to Rutgers. Oh, I didn't either. Because it's Rutgers. I didn't, I didn't know the quarterback situation. How bad I, it really I did was. think, though, what Greg Schiano was going to do what he did. He's, this is the second time he's been the head coach at Rutgers. Right. And he won the last, last time. He was, he was, he was beating Hoke, uh, Michigan's Brady Hoke team. Yeah. He, he got an NFL job because of what he did at Rutgers. I mean, he's a bad NFL coach, right. but then he went to Ohio State, defensive coordinator. And then they get, there. and then um, Aiden pointed out they, they get six. Transfers coming in on D, all on defense, pretty much. They had nine total transfers, yeah. I do believe. And I think of only on three defense. of them were starters, though. Right. Well, I mean, come on. But still, transfers help. The schools they came from. Look at the schools yeah. they came from. Well, no, they had a bunch of they had a few more like former four stars. Right. So. Yeah, four stars with limited experience. So, I mean, they got Dwum Four, who looked really good, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the other one from Michigan, uh, Drew Singleton, linebacker out of. Uh, he was a beast. Marius Catholic in New Jersey. Uh, I'm to say the that high school, the one I, where John Gary went to. I broke peppers. I don't remember how to say the name, but yeah, there it's in New Jersey. Yep, in New Jersey. Um, he had special team snaps at Michigan. Not much Paramus else. Catholic. Yeah, Paramus, Yeah, he's looked good. Um, Shiano, I I knew he would do a good job. Just did a good job last time. They're still just too far away to make a huge impact. They, it, it's it's honest, a mul- it's a multi-year thing to get to where you're even competing against Michigan, Penn State, Wisconsin. So you got to th- so the tiers of the Big Ten are it's Ohio State by themselves, right? And then it's probably Michigan, Penn State, Wisconsin. Yep. And I think Michigan and Penn State are a little ahead of Wisconsin. Kind of fluctuates. Every it just depends. Year, really. Yeah. And then after that, you had well, it was Mich- Michigan State used to be in that that little grouping. Used to be. Now it's probably I don't. Then after that, what's Iowa. The, what's the tier below Iowa? Indiana. Indiana. I don't want to put Illinois with them. I don't think right. Illinois is that good. Purdue's not that good. 
Not consistent. Maryland's not that good. We'll Rutgers how, is not that good. Nebraska's Purdue, garbage. Purdue could jump up there if they have another good season. Come on, yeah. Nebraska had to play. I think Purdue has a good coach. Nebraska had to play Ohio yeah. State. Nebraska's bad. I know, but they they had to play Ohio State. Scotty 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 Frost know, know. has has been bad. I just I feel bad. They got put up. They I do not feel bad. They played Ohio State. Well, they were the ones that kept wanting a season, then cried when their first game was Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Like, sorry you got your ass kicked. You were the ones who filed a lawsuit and got the season back. So thank you for that. Thank Nebraska you for getting fans. your and, butt uh, kicked. And also a giant laugh to all the Nebraska fans on uh, Twitter. Oh, Nebraska and Ohio State can be like uh, Nebraska-Oklahoma was when we were in the Big 12. <laughs> yeah, that was back anyway. when your team was talented. Yeah, no, and it happened. So, perfect college football talk there, guys. Let's... End of this beautiful podcast. With the picks. With the picks. Do, 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 do picks. I'll run it down again like I did last week. All right. So Thursday night, you've got a semi-interesting matchup. You've got the hapless Falcons going against the Carolina Panthers. No news if uh, this could be McCa- uh, McCaffrey's first game back or not. Let me point something out. Before I doubt I... it since it's Thursday night, by the way. Yeah. I go watched, on, Dip. I watched that Panthers game. I had... One game on and had a Lions game on the other screen. Um, they had a safety as their running back. Panthers? Yes. <laughs> he was a safety. Um, he I had mean, a little bit of high school running experience. <laughs> they brought him in. The Panthers came within two feet of making a yes. NFL record field goal to tie the game. Yes. Oh, my. Shout out to Joey Sly. Oh. Got a leg on him. So close. That was um, 65 yards, right? 65. Yes. It would have broken been, Matt Prater's record. It would have been 64. It would have been, been good yep. at 64. Um. So I'm going to go Panthers because I'm still riding that Panthers train. I want to say real quick, though, like the Monday night game this week was the Bears-Rams. Rams on 24-10. The Monday night game next week isn't, well, this week, tomorrow, now that you're listening to the podcast, it's actually going to be worse. Yeah. Um, So this one, Rams win. I got to say, though, I don't don't think I've ever seen a punter have a better game than Johnny Hecker did tonight. I Um, I told you he's best. And just the stat that popped up on the little tracker there, Chicago got intercepted in the red zone four times tonight. How many times in this podcast have I said the Bears stink? I still five and two. I think the gonna... Bears are garbage. Oh, They're just... not going to make the playoffs. Uh, they will. No. I, I don't. Line? Let me look at the Bears schedule real quick. Little bit line. Hmm? Like... While they're looking at that. Um... Oh, by the way, the spread for the. All right, I got. I got it right here. Bears next. Bears the Bears next two games are Saints Titans both losses. losses. They can beat the Saints. No, they oh, won't. Okay. They can. They won't. Little, little bit here. I'm not saying they will. I say they can. So they'll be five. I'm. I'm gonna say they're five and four. Okay. You have the Vikings. Okay, you're six and four. Then you have the Packers. Six and five. Lions. Toss up. Okay, toss up. I think they win, but in reality, it should be a toss up considering. Mitchell Trubitsky beat the Lions, so let's say they lose to the Lions. You're six and six. Then you have the Texans win seven and six. Vikings at Minnesota probably win. They probably split with the Vikings. Eight and six. Jaguars, you think nine and six, and then the Packers again, so nine and seven. You think that gets them in? I mean, card. it depends on the tiebreakers. I know it's an ex- go look. I know it's an expanded wild card, but oh, it is expanded wild There's card. A, yeah, extra team. I don't think the Bears make the playoffs. They're gonna choke Ooh. it away. We'll let you two, uh, yeah. I don't like the Bears. They're bad. I already gave up. All right, let's Spencer Falcons, Panthers, Carolina's two, favored by two and a half. Carolina. Um, it's 
I the Falcons pick and choose when they want to play well, and it's an interdivision matchup. But the defense is so. I think I'm the sorry. I think the Panthers have a more well-rounded offense, so I think the Panthers win. Give me the Falcons. Oh, interesting. All right, next matchup: Lions Colts. Colts favored by three. I think it comes down to the quarterback, Philip Rivers. Yikes! Give me the Lions. Um, give me Colts. Sorry, Lions. Got mad at Spencer taking the Lions. Well, not taking the Lions last week. I think the defense finally comes back to what it's supposed to. Colts rested off a of bye week. Colts. That makes sense, but I don't. You tr- shut I don't... down. You sh- you sell out that running game, and you make Philip Rivers beat you. I don't think he can. You have. To, I, I. It's that's a fair argument, and get, it's a good game plan. But they have the best offensive line in football. They have maybe the best rookie running back in football. One of the best. He's anyway. the only starting running rookie running back in football. I mean, by default. Now but, he is. But Jonathan Taylor is a monster. Is and Philip Rivers is just a game manager. They're 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 like Cle- if, they're Cleveland two Yeah, but if you take away Jonathan uh, Taylor, it comes down to Stafford versus Rivers. I don't think and the, that's I don't think the Lions front seven's good enough to completely take away that run game. They won't completely take it away, but they will take it away enough, slow it down enough where Stafford. I don't. I don't trust him. Win it. it, Colts. All right, Colts as well. All right, next game, Patriots Bills. Bills favored by three and a half. Patriots. Bills win. Patriots cover. Patriots have. I mean, the Bills have been struggling mightily. They'll have the Patriots. What? I'm gonna hit Bills. The Patriots have lost their last four. You look at the 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 Patriots' losses have been to Seattle, Kansas City, Denver, San Francisco. All but one of those teams is good. I mean, San Francisco did not play good, though. San, Jimmy G had two. San Fran ran the ball all over him, though. Uh, I don't think I don't think Buffalo's going to be able to run the ball all over him. Defense has been suspect. Patriots win. Bills Ooh. win. Pats cover. I'm going to say, yeah, same. Bills win. All right, next game. Bill Belichick owns, owns the Bills, by the way. Uh, yes, with Tom Brady. Um, Next game. Titans versus Bengals. Titans, five-and-a-half-point favorites. Bengals coming off a heartbreaker to Cleveland. God, they Titans have coming game. off a heartbreaker to the Steelers. Go Browns, but Titans win. Titans. Titans. Next game, I think it's a very interesting game. Raiders, Browns, Cleveland favored by two and a half. Raiders won't stop the run, Cleveland. I've been on the Raiders train this year. Hurts me to dip. Dip's making faces over there, so I'll give it to him. Just hurts me both of these. I don't like both of these. Um, I think the Raiders are capable of winning this game. I don't trust Baker Mayfield. Sorry, Baker just won them the game. If you stop, they shouldn't have won that game. Shouldn't have won that game. I listen. Baker was like thirteen out of fifteen in the second half for two thirty-eight and four touchdowns. It was like twenty-two. Actually, it was like twenty. Three for twenty-five. <laughs> it's actually better than that. It's better than what I said. <laughs> yeah, I be- don't. Tr- I still don't trust ba- Baker Mayfield. I think Derek Carr. I think he takes his game and wins it. I don't think. I don't think the Raiders' defense is much better than the Bengals. And the Bengal. Mm, no, it's the Browns. Browns win. I mean the Raiders. I think it's gonna be a shootout. You guys just want the Browns to lose, so you don't lose that. That's part of it. Yeah. But even <laughs> if I lose it, it just means I get no money. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right, I would say this is America's ass kicking game or ass kicking of the week, but it's not. 
We've got the Vikings versus Packers. Green Bay is favored by six and a half. Ooh, bad. Vikings are a crapshoot. Packers by 21. Six and a half is weird, and it's an interdivision. Uh, t- I'll still take the pack. Go pack, go, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. In America's <laughs> kicking of the week, we've got the what's going to be the 0-16 Jets against the 7-1 Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City favored by 19 and a half. You will see Chad Henning in this game. Two weeks in a row. Yep. 19 and a half is a really big spread. That means the Chiefs got to win like 35 by 20. They'd have to win like they'd have to win a game like 35-7, 35 35-10. I think winning by 20 in the NFL is hard. Means 24 to Sam 3. Darnold did a decent job of keeping them in the game against the Bills. I mean, Pickup. Struggled. The Bills kicked six field goals. Um, <laughs> the spreads. What's getting me here? I don't know. Their best defensive player might not even be on their team when this podcast comes out. Um, I'm gonna say Chiefs and the spread. Yeah, give me the Chiefs and the points. Hmm? I'll take the Chiefs, and I think I, th- I think the Jets cover. Okay. All right. Next up, we've got Rams Dolphins. No spread. I've been on the Rams all year. Rams. Rams. Welcome, I, welcome Jay. Go Rams. I've th- picked I the think Rams before. Have you? Oh, yes. yeah, you have. With uh, there's, uh, the Bears, there's, actually. There's no spread no, here. Bears. Oh, did you? There's no, a week before. There's no spread here, but I think if there were to be one, it'd probably, probably be, like, be out six and a half. Mm, I don't think so. Half. I think it'd be like a three, three and a half, four. Really? Yeah, because I think the Dolphins have played a lot better. Oh, yeah. And uh, just... Great job managing your rookie quarterback where his first start's going to be up against Aaron Donald. Good luck. Good job. And Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. Pray for you, Tua. Um, game of the week? Next one, yep. Game of the week. Steelers-Ravens. Undefeated Ooh. Pittsburgh. Six, or 5-1 and one Baltimore. Baltimore's favored by 3.5. Tyler, this is for you. Go Steelers. Tyler, I... Hmm. I'm sorry, but I said go Titans last week. Go Ravens this week. I'm sorry, but I think Lamar. Ravens off a bye, and they just traded for Yannick Ngakwe. Oh, yeah, Ravens. Ravens. I hope it's a close game because I, I want to watch I think game. it will be a close game. This better be freaking uh, the CBS game. If I miss this because of regional, I'm going to be so... What are the other CBS games? Um, Other CBS is Jets, Chiefs, um... Titans, Bengals, Patriots, Bills, and well, we won't see it because Colts, Lions. Lions. We won't be able to see it. Oof, is it a one o'clock game? Yeah, they're all the one o'clock games, mm-hmm. and we're, we're going to get Colts, Lions. Oh, we are. We're going to miss Colts, Steelers. Uh, Listen, Ravens. I have a. I have they a should. Okay, they need to do what they did next week and flex it into the Sunday night game. They, they should. This is the game of the week. Yeah. Why are we watching? Why are we going to be watching Buccaneers Giants on Monday Night Football? Or Cowboys Eagles on, on Sunday, Sunday night. night. <laughs> or why not even flex? Well, this can't be flexed to Fox on the four o'clock game. But, anyways, there's a good chance that I will be watching more of the Steelers Ravens game than there will be me watching the Lions Colts game. Yeah, that. true. All right. Um, next game, and a game I think me and Spencer will be uh, kind of fun to watch. Chargers, Broncos, Chargers favored by three. Chargers. Chargers, Air Bear shows up again. Chargers. 
Dip on principle has to go uh, Broncos because go Broncos. he crashed the Chargers all offseason. Go Broncos. Come on. Please just, win some games. Justin Herbert, a.k.a. Bear, has vaulted himself into position to compete with Joey Burrow for the rookie, rookie of the year. Yeah, I agree with that. I so, can agree with that, yes. Chargers. Um, he's get, This is a good secondary. It's a good run, stop um, defense in the, in the Broncos. So I think if you stop those. Chargers don't rely on the run. I, I know, I know. I think you stop the run, you the make him... running running game's actually been shit for the most part. Yeah. I mean, I, Having I could... Joshua Kelly as yeah. a fantasy running back, I have known he hasn't done crap. You forced... Justin Jackson's been okay. He's been okay. the rookie to throw. But he's not what you want in the Chargers offense. Yeah. During last year, they had Gordon and Eckler. I'd, I'd, if I'm the Broncos, I'd be more afraid of making Herbert throw than if I'm the Chargers making right. lock throw. Right. I'm, I would, if I'm the Broncos, I'm sitting in the nickel the entire game. Yeah. If, if I'm, if I'm the Chargers too, I'm put stacking the box and I'm making Drew Lock beat me. I'm not going to let Melvin Gordon and Phil Lindsay beat me. Right. If Melvin Gordon's playing since he's a dumbass and got a DUI. Yeah. Anyway, Broncos suck. Broncos win. All right. Um. Yeah. Next game, I. There's two four o'clock games on Fox. Give me headaches, bro. I don't know which one's America's game of the week, so I'm assuming I'm going with the next one. So we've got Saints Bears, no spread. Saints. Saints. <laughs> Easy. Uh Saints. All right. And then we'll go with this one as game America's of the week. game of the week. We've got the 49ers versus Seahawks. Seattle favored by only three. That's Seahawks. Game to watch. I think Seahawks as well. Seahawks win. They bounce um, back. The 49ers it, on offense is so weird. One week they're incredible. The other week they're dog shit. They are going to be, uh, the 49ers are going to be having the third string running, third string running back. They're going to be down to their second and third string receivers. There's so, two, a couple guys not coming back, going to Seattle with them. Seattle. Yeah, Mostert's out. Jeff Wilson's out. Yep. Although, a, a receiver that's there's out. probably a good chance yeah. Chris Carson doesn't play this game. And that too, yeah. He's day to day. I'll still take Carlos Hyde and Travis Homer. Right. Um, that 49ers team is struggling. Garoppolo, man, keep throwing the ball to Kittle, please. Their, their for my defense is still banged but... up. Kittle's still Kittle, but yeah, yeah no, um, yeah, give me, give me the Seahawks. America's trash game of the week. We've got. Hopefully, the, this game gets flexed out of this. We've spot. got the, we've got the third string quarterback starting Dallas Cowboys <laughs> against the what is going on in Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> Eagles no spread. Eagles by default. Yeah. What's the spread of this game, you think? There isn't one right now. If they released one, it'd probably be like Philadelphia e- minus eight, minus so, seven. I don't think it'd be that well. I think it would be, especially especially, uh, especially if Dalton's I, not playing. It, yeah, it would start. I, if Dalton plays, it's probably like Philly minus four or five. Do you five. think it starts high and then depending on... No, I think it starts low. I think it would start low, and then depending on the Dalton news, the spread would fluctuate up or, up or stay the same. I think you gotta. I think you're assuming that it's gonna be that Danucci kid starting. Then yeah, it would be up. But I think, I think it would start at like minus eight. I think for Vegas, it would be starting low, and then depending on the Dalton news, it would go higher or stay the same. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. Because it just leaves room for more fluctuation. True. And then Monday night football, Monday night crap fest, Broncos Giants, Tampa Bay is favored by ten. Bucks by a billion. Bucks win the Super Bowl. Bucks, your lock of the week. Bucks win. Over the Chiefs. Give me the Bucks as the lock of the week because J- of that spread, isn't it? The spreads, just it's, an, it's it's easy money. And the spread, and you know the spread for the Chiefs 
Jets game's 20. Yeah. If if the spread for the Jets-Chiefs game was, like, minus 17, I'd be like, all right, easy Chiefs. 19 and a half bothers me. Um, minus 10, though, Buccaneers over the Giants. I can easily do that. Oh, yeah. Bucks win by, like, 17. The Buc- Bucks are, Bucks are going to win this game, like, 35 to 10. Maybe 35-13. I don't think the Giants are going to be able to score more than, more than 17 points. Buccaneers' defense is filthy. Tom Brady has been the best quarterback since week three, I think. There's no good. There's nothing good about the Giants. No. Daniel Jones. Except Sterling Shepard had a touchdown on his uh, return game. I I was talking to a couple buddies of mine on uh, Discord here, two Giants fans. I feel bad for them. Sorry. Um, They hate Daniel Jones right now. Uh, A lot of the fans are, a lot of these guys are saying. It's not his fault. And and that's why I was trying to tell them, I was like, listen, man, it's not your fault. It's not his fault. Like, had your two best offensive yeah. players hurt for most of the year. Right. You're still behind maybe the worst offensive line in football. Mm-hmm. And as is your line, you need to they need to fix that. I think they'll be fine. I think their defense and your is, defense is still leaky. Right. Their defense is yeah. leaky, but I think they're like they're they can patch them with some duct tape. They're fine. But feel bad for you, New York. But he's a Duke boy. I gotta like I gotta like him. It's safe to say the top two picks in the draft are gonna be the New York teams. Yeah, for sure. Again, possibly the Cowboys in the top three too. Yeah. But, yep. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening to this podcast. We appreciate and you. watching this podcast. I'd also like to say that I called the uh, Cardinals winning last. This you did, and uh, it was a good pick by me. I had a lot of bad ones, but it was a good one. Then Gonzalez almost uh, ruined that for you. It was a uh, interesting ending of that game. Yeah. But uh, yeah, as a rookie uh, linebacker, picks off Russell Wilson on what was a very ill-advised throw. Mm. I see what he was looking at, but. Cardinals are a Super Bowl contender within the next two years. Ooh, three years. Well, we see how you, next two to three. Next two to three. Back to three. I think the offense right now could. could. Yeah. I think the defense needs to plug a few more holes, but give it two to three years. Cardinals are a Super Bowl contender. It's just so hard to say that though, because you'll still have Seattle. Five and two. They're five and two, but their offense is going to be sticking around for at least. Five more years. You got to play the Rams twice a year. Yeah, that division's the hard. Rams. I I would not be surprised if you said the Rams are the worst team in that division in the next three years. Um, Forty Niners, they're gonna get healthy again next year. I'd say the Ra- the Rams might be the worst in the division in the next three years, only because they're in cap hell. Yes, and, so they might have to just start dumping dumping people. I was about to say Goff is the worst quarterback in the division, but it. Jimmy G is the worst quarterback right now. By a little bit, though. I, if you, if I'm played if I'm, well, but he's... If I'm ranking them from this year, it's obviously Russell, Kyler, um, Goff, and then Jimmy. Right. So, But Goff's easy to stop. Yes. His whole thing is play action. Yeah. Same. Excuse my cat. If you, if you heard any meowing, it says Spencer's cat. And that'll... That'll do it this week for us. Yeah, thank you guys for watching and listening. Make sure you go to our socials, yes. Three Idiots Talk Sports. Send, Hit that like, follow, subscribe, whatever you Send do. us more things you want us yeah. to talk about. We really appreciate it. We, it's can, been, we can do a mailbag type deal too. It, it's been, been two weeks in a row where we've got some questions, and we yep. love answering them. We do. Thank you, guys. That's starting to come. And uh, thank you to Life Feels, man. I can't thank you guys enough uh, for doing this, working with us, and... Uh, we're abs- we're so grateful. So thank you, Life Fuels. Go to their bot. Go to their website. Get a uh, get a coupon, ten percent off anything over hundred bucks using the code three.
So, I mean, it helps you, helps us, helps them. What's the best of both worlds? Thank you for watching and listening. the best of both worlds. Yep. And we'll see you next time. Thanks. Later. Bye. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.